Madison Sudler here with you on The Batch League 3, coming at you once again. We're a little late getting this podcast out this week um, and last week. We had a little bit of a, a healthy concern problem, but we're all safe and good now. My name is Madison. I'm one of your co-hosts, and I'm super excited to be doing this again. Hello, I'm Sarah, not a ghost hill, and I am very happy to also be here. <coughs> As you can see from my cough, hello, my name is Rachel Tashari. I am here by the grace of God. Um, she hath risen from the dead. I, Amen. Just a little backstory. I had COVID. I have it. I have COVID. <laughs> no. Um, we are so close. That's why. That's why we couldn't record because I was. I was dying. I was literally dying. But don't worry. I've. I've risen and I am here to do this podcast because God damn it, I will not die before we finish Juan Pablo season. No, you have to at least make it to the end of Juan Pablo's season. I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> you have to make it to at least the end of Michelle's season? <laughs> <laughs> right? I know. That's the only one that matters. Um, no, I'm, I'm, I'm here. I am ready to discuss Juan Pablo. I swear The Bachelor gave me life. It rejuvenated me. I watched, while I was sick, I watched Bachelor in Paradise, and oh my gosh, like, I woke up feeling brand new and uh, god i love bachelor in paris oh it's so good it's just so freaking i love good. it so much oh my god i watched I season cannot two wait for it to come back it was amazing i know this season is gonna be amazing like people let's throw oh 30 god. people to start like right there on the beach with 30 people just do it i i honestly just cannot wait like it's my favorite of all of the bachelor <laughs> things and like honestly, not having it last year uh, put a little hole in my heart. Like I love The Bachelor in Paradise so much, so much. I want them to bring Jordan Kimball back so bad, but that's not why we're here. I think Jordan Kimball needs his own spinoff. <laughs> honestly, Jordan will find love eventually, but we are not here for that. But there have been some crazy things going on in Bachelor Nation that I thought maybe we could just like. Do a quick little tap, touch, touchy touch upon a little bit. Touchy, um, touchy. First of all, cult, touchy, touchy. <gasps> oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. Colton Underwood oh, is boy. getting a Netflix special, and he also just came out as technically the first gay bachelor, but, like, nobody knew that when we were <laughs> going on. Um, while we were, yes. You know, while he was on the show. Mm-hmm. Um, so does anybody have any, like, thoughts i know sarah you've never seen colton season but but i know colton is you know who colton is and we will get to it eventually but um rachel and i both watched colton season um and we know colton from becca kufrin season you watched becca kufrin season um so anybody have any like thoughts comments on that news that's like been going around the interwebs yeah congrats colton i think that's awesome that you came out and like I'm sure it was a big long probably journey for you 
um, no pun intended. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, no, I'm I'm super happy that he like came out and owned it. Um, I'm a little like concerned as to what this whole TV show is gonna be about. I don't really know what it is. I'm I'm like I I don't know what. Anybody have any insight? I thoughts. I have no idea. I have, so I have a medium opinion of this whole situation. I'm on the fence. Like, congrats to Colton. I'm glad. It makes me very happy to see um, people living their most authentic selves, um, living their most authentic lives. So I'm really glad that he's finally getting the chance to do that. On the other hand... I'm annoyed that he has a TV show because the TV show will literally be... What I read is that it's Colton navigating life as a gay white man. Oh. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. okay. So, I, I just don't understand. Yeah, it's like <coughs> I'm like, okay, how is this going to be compelling in any way? I understand that, like, he's a baby gay and <laughs> that's just... You know, that's a new experience for really anybody. Yeah. Um, as a member of the LGBTQ community, like, that, you know, that is an important part. But I don't know that I would watch a show about it. See, the thing is, is like, <laughs> I, I don't really, I, I'm not going to, I don't know. I just, there was this whole thing about him and Cassie and, like, he was stalking her, which I'm definitely not okay with. Regardless of oh, whether he's Rachel, gay or Rachel, not. Rachel, I was about to talk about that. Because <laughs> I was going to say, I have very medium feelings for <laughs> yeah. a different reason. Um, I think that's my, whole, yeah. Yeah, the whole, like, I like I am, again, on your side with the whole be 100% yourself. Like, live your truth. Live what you gotta, like, do what you gotta do. Um, kind of deal, but that doesn't excuse abusive behavior towards somebody else. Yeah. Um, the fact that the whole allegations of putting the tracking device in Cassie's car and like the way, like the way that I have not seen anything really from her regarding any of this. Uh, yeah, I was gonna um, ask, has she come out and said anything since he came out? Not. Not that I'm aware of, but, like, this... I want to say I heard that he called her to apologize. And that maybe she dropped the... I did read that she dropped the... Yeah, that she dropped the restraining order. Um, I just don't know if we should be giving people who do things like that shows. Um, I understand... That this is like a big, like it's a big deal, and I'm not trying to say it isn't. I just don't know. Well, you can't really excuse that kind of behavior without like, without like getting too political about things because <laughs> I don't want this to turn into that. Um, I have a lot of, I guess, I have a lot of opinions, whether they be popular or unpopular, it depends on the crowd. But, um, I think. His predatoriness, I don't know if he went to therapy and, like, worked through all of this stuff to find out that, like, he was gay and, like, it took him going through therapy to work on that and I'm sure they worked on his predatory behavior. But, like, I I don't know how I feel about another 
another white man being rewarded for his behaviors because people remember him on The Bachelor for chasing after Cassie and hopping a fence for her. And now he's getting a TV show. So for me, that's rewarding that kind of behavior because that's how people recognize him. Right. And I have a problem with that. Um, and it's certainly something that, like, I agree with you. That It's just something that, like, I have not forgotten. Mm-hmm. I know that other people, if I have not forgotten it with everything else that's going on in Bachelor Nation and, like, you know, to be honest, our own lives, um, that's, I'm not the only person who... Right hasn't forgotten about that moment, who hasn't forgotten about, you know, their relationship just in general. I mean, that's that's what made him famous. Pretty much. Yeah. That's all they talked about his season. I mean, like, that and him being a virgin, those were, like, the two things that they touched on every single episode. was, like, when is he going to jump the fence? Too. Do you fence? think he's still a gold star gay? Oh, probably not. What was the question? I asked if he was a gold star gay. I don't so know what that a means. a gold star... I'm going to tell you. Okay. A gold star gay is someone who has never slept with the opposite sex. So. I don't think so. Because well, he he alluded to the fact that he and Cassie had sex on okay. AFR. Yeah. And I would think that they were together for so long that that was probably something that would have happened okay. at some point. Yeah. But yeah. He alluded on honestly, AFR that they had had sex at that point. The virgin thing makes sense to me now though, considering the that he came out as a Honestly, homosexual. I mean like at the end of the day, what the bachelor could do is just have a section of the shows cuz they have so many iterations already of the bisexual or um gay bachelor. I know that that within Bachelor Nation might be a little risque. I However, I disagree. I think that they are missing a huge market. You know, because a lot, I would assume that a lot of the like real housewives kind of fan base and stuff all fall in the same kind of thing. I, I, I don't know because I'm not, I'm not running the numbers of their demographics or anything. However, it is something that was brought up on Bachelor Happy Hour a couple weeks ago. Um, where their guest is just like, there's so many of these. They have, like, old people bachelors coming out soon. They've got the Bachelor, the Bachelorette, Bachelor in Paradise, Winter Games. All of these, like, different iterations of the same thing. Why not have a gay Doesn't make bachelor? Um, but That's a whole demographic they're missing. Speaking of the Bachelor Happy Hour, the next little piece of news is that it was announced today, on Wednesday, April 28th, that Rachel Lindsay is no longer going to be hosting The Bachelor Happy Hour. Her contract is up, and she is done with the franchise. I know I'm upset. I love The Bachelor Happy Hour. I'm a big Rachel Lindsay fan. I know that in Bachelor Nation, that's the unpopular opinion. However, I really enjoy Rachel Lindsay. I loved her season. I loved listening to her every week. They're, they haven't announced a new host yet to host with Becca Kufrin, but <coughs> I was just wanted to touch on that as well with the two of you, see how you guys are feeling, thinking about it. Do you even care about Rachel Lindsay at all? I do. I love her, but not everybody's me. So, yeah, go ahead. I mean, she has to do what's best for her mental health, so, like, I'm... I'm totally supportive of whatever she wants, felt, feels like she has to do. Like, nobody's pushing her out, which is, I guess, important. Mm-hmm. 
Um, she's doing this of her own volition. I never watched her season. I still have to get around to that. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, I've always been a big Rachel fan. I think she's cool and she's like a lawyer and she's always been an advocate for diversity and stuff on the show, which is great. And um, I think, I think it's, I, I mean, I can't imagine it being easy to be in that position. And after everything that happened with Chris Harrison, she probably just needs a break. I don't mind. I mean, I don't blame her. Mm-hmm. I'm sad about it because I feel like the like Bachelor Nation focused on the wrong person in the situation. I remember you and I, Madison and I watched the interview um, that Chris Harrison did with Rachel Lindsay. In our kitchen. Uh-huh. And the whole time I'm just going, I can't believe he's saying this. I can't believe he's saying this. And, like, I understand, but I can't believe she's getting the hate she's getting. And honestly, she's still getting it on Twitter. Um, I went to the mat for her on Twitter recently. Oh my gosh, what? She was expressing some, um, you know, heartfelt feelings about the kid that got shot. In Mansfield, Ohio. Mm Mm-hmm. And she was like, I, you know, this world is very sad. I can't, you know, what, what's happening? And someone was like, well, you got Chris Harrison fired. You know, people make mistakes, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, I can't. I literally responded to this and I had a very, very, very long tweet. And then I was like, no, you know what? No. And I responded to like saying, you can't. I can't believe you are comparing these two things. Like, get the fuck out of here. Get out. Educate yourself. <coughs> so, I personally love Rachel Lindsay, and I'm very excited because um, we're going to have to have Rachel watch that season. We own it now. Yeah. We bought the season to watch it because you can't find it anywhere. And so, I just spent, what, $20 and yeah. was like, now we have it forever. <laughs> so, so, you so know, we're going to have a watch party. Hell yeah. yeah. And like Rachel Lindsay, um, I know you're probably not listening to this because you're probably just super done with everything right now. But if you want to come over too and watch it all over again, like I'm here for you. Like, please come. I mean, we, we have a lot of questions. So like we drink, we drink wine and watch The Bachelor. It's how, what else could you need? Rachel brings over roses for us sometimes too. I do. So like, and Chaka covered strawberries. Like yeah, we, truly. we go all out. Rachel Lindsay. So, like, if you're ever listening, we're if very wanna, pro. If you ever want to talk to us, you. if you ever want to talk to us, you're very pro you. Yes, please come talk to us. Yeah, if it's the 100%. last bachelor thing we do. Love her. Yeah, I. I just Even really if it's not her. a bachelor thing. Yeah, we don't even I have really to talk about her. the bachelor. We could just like shoot the shit. Like honestly, <laughs> let's do it. Honestly, she seems like she'd be like like super one of our people, yeah. like in our group of friends. Anyway, like that just works out. Um, Brian could give us uh, back massages because he's a chiropractor. Um, anyway, but that's neither here nor there. Rachel, Crack my neck. You... Do it. <laughs> Rachel, we wish you the best of luck in everything that you're doing, whether or not you're listening to this right now. But please take care of yourself. And we are in your corner. And also, we love you. We're lifting you up. Hooray. Hooray. And now, back to Juan Pablo. Juan Pablo. Wow. Oh. oh my gosh. I was talking to I'm in a I'm in a wedding and I was talking 
about how I was recording this podcast tonight, and the two twins, Ellen's sisters, were like, you watch The Bachelor? Which one are you watching? Blah, blah, blah. And I was like, Juan Pablo. And they're like, oh, Juan Pablo. <laughs> so Did you take a take a chance to like shamelessly plug this podcast 100% and then okay. I, I also plugged the league I said if you guys want to join the league like we have spots open I mean KB season starting in June I, and I also was saying how like well as long as I'm back by 8 o'clock because I have to watch a bachelor for the podcast now they're like girl you're making this a job I love it and I'm like I mean you know it doesn't feel like a job it's just something we like to do it's very fun um, um I just I'm just talking about this all day it's great but I had to explain the show to my cousin and my mom and they were like why do you watch that and I was like you know it's a guilty pleasure and I love it I love it <laughs> I just love it I just love it they they were not pro bachelor <laughs> I do want to say, going into episode two, I was correct. The very first one-on-one was with our girl, Claire Crawley. I mean, okay, she's your yes. girl, Claire Crawley. Yes, okay. <laughs> I will not disown Claire. Girl. I will not I will not disown her. I guess she, we, she can be my girl, too, I guess. Claire, come on the podcast. We There's love you. Hot takes. You need to defend yourself. I would... Not give her any hot takes. <laughs> I just feel like so great to have you here. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> so Claire gets the first one-on-one date. We don't even get like a little date card yeah. sequence or anything, which was I thought was kind of strange. But isn't that weird? We were very that was confused. So, we rewinded it because we were like, "Is this?" And I don't even think I was watching it with you. I was watching it with Diana, and I was like, "Did you see a date card?" And she's like, "No," and I'm like, "I did." Literally the exact exact same thing. So I was watching with my sister, uh-huh. and I was like, "Wait, how do we, how do we know that she just They're got deviating from what's the happening? format? And how am I supposed to know what's going on if I there's no like format? That. Yeah, I don't like that. It's like when Chris doesn't come out and say it's the last rose. How am how I supposed know? to know what rose we're on? <laughs> but Claire gets the first date. Rachel, I gotta know what are your thoughts on this date that she had this like winter wonderland scene." Let that me, is painted for us. <laughs> Let me tell you, first off, if I got this date, I would be livid. Okay? <laughs> I would be so mad that Juan Pablo brought me from sunny California all the way to fucking winter wonderland, probably in the mountains of somewhere, California, probably like Lake Tahoe or something. <laughs> I don't know. Wherever the fuck they were, I would have been so mad. I don't understand this California's amazement with snow. Like, if you could tell, Claire was like, oh my god, there's snow everywhere. Let's do a Saturday snowball fight. Like, no, I would be fuming in my parka, like, why did you bring me here? So, that's how I feel. We're all Buffalo gals right now. Like, we all live in Buffalo there's snow literally more times of the year than there's not snow here. There was snow I last wouldn't. week. Like, we're, yeah, honestly, good. we're almost in May. It's gonna be May. <laughs> it's gonna be May. But, like, wh- I know for me personally, I'd be like, shit, why this is like, I get this all the time. But isn't Claire from, like, Sacramento? Like, yeah. I don't know yeah, if she gets these. This might be, like, a very cool thing. Nah, cool. She's probably never seen snow before in her life. She's probably never seen it before. Right. That's, yeah. I wrote down, this is a really cute date. So, I loved this date. 
Um, for the most part, I thought it was weird that they were like chasing each other through the trees as unnecessary footage. I'm like, you're not playing tag. There's only two of you. Had to be. What the hell are you doing? It had to be a producer being like, you know, it would be a cute thing to shoot. Go run around the trees, play hide and seek. Or something. Weird. Weird. But um, I also had a real itch issue. <laughs> and, oh my god, my brain just stopped. I had an issue with um, him. So, they don't really know him. They haven't spent a lot of time with Juan Pablo. Nobody really knows him, right? It's episode two. <coughs> um, and he's like, I'm gonna blindfold you and put you in this car. And I'm gonna drive you to a place. I'm not gonna tell you where it is. And I was like, in any other situation... This would be an FBI show, right? Like, <laughs> you'd find her body on a beach somewhere. Like, I just was like, no, sir, sir, you're not going to blindfold me while all of my frenemies watch and then put me in this car and be like, I'm not telling you where we're going. Like, it feels sexy, but then when you really think about it, you're like, no, sir, this is not the time. On a first so, date, that's kind of scary. You'd yeah. Like, Where am I taking you? I don't know. I love surprises. Like, shut up, Juan God. Pablo. Yeah. No. Oh, jeez. I I liked the date as looking at it as if it's like, okay, Claire is from California. <laughs> they don't get a lot of snow. If it were me, I'd be like, oh, God, snow, really? But, like, she I don't seemed know that- to really enjoy it. And this gave them a lot of time to, like, talk and get to know each other, which yeah. I thought was really important for a first date. And it looked, like, fun. I mean, they had a hot tub and they went sledding and they I don't played hide and seek in the trees. I that they would have, if it was you or anyone from, like, Minnesota, that they would have given this kind of date for you. I guess that's true. I'm just saying that, like, had it been me, like, in her shoes, I'd be like, oh, you know, I don't mm-hmm. know. This is, I mean, like, this is my Tuesday. Um, except you can see, because we get whiteout snow up here, you yeah. can actually, like, <laughs> see the person in front of you. Yeah. As opposed to, like, the Buffalo winters or whatever. But um, I just want to also point out that our girl Claire gives her famous line. This is the first time we ever hear this uh little iteration she likes to bring bring about first date with my future husband (laughs) i want to say that me and sarah walk around our living room going i think i I just just met met my my husband husband. (laughs) like (laughs) like we're oh hey look that man just got off the bus honestly i I just met my husband honestly oh my god she said it, and I screamed. And I was watching The Bachelor with somebody who does not know Claire. And I'm screaming about this. And she is like, what is wrong with you? So many people must say that. And I'm like, but you don't understand. It's this Claire. Is, is the embodiment of Claire. This like, is this the is moment she it was is. born. It was uh, to me, I was just like, this has to be the name of the episode that we do. Yes. It's gotta be like, first date with my future husband. It's yes. gotta be. <laughs> done. It's, it's done. gotta be it. Yep. Done. The second thing she said that I was like, oh my god, how Claire. Um, he smells like heaven in a bottle. Wrote that one right down. What the fuck? I don't know what, what that even means. <laughs> and I'm like, amazed. This is. This Claire, man Claire probably Crawley, just came from the gym. Claire Crawley <laughs> popping out of when Harry met Sally, going into all the romantic comedy lines already. I'm like, this girl, she knows who her character is, and she's going to stick to it, damn it. I literally wrote down, I said it once, and I'll say it again. 
This is Claire's world and we're just living in it. You're going to have to say that whole line again because I just fucked up that microphone. I wrote down, I said it once and I'll say it again. This is Claire's world and we're just living in it. You've never been more right. It's true. It's true. Did you I, guys, um, I just wanted to say, did you guys also notice the soundtrack that they were playing was very Disney? I couldn't handle oh, how yeah. Disney it was. I was like, wow, they they really brought out the big production for this specific date and like portrayed it to be this magical, oh, Disney fairy tale in a winter wonderland. And remember, Frozen had just come out, so it was a big deal. And they do this for the girls that they like, like the the wife material in quotes women, so that we as the audience know, oh, we're supposed to like Claire. Yeah. We're supposed to like her and feel for her. Um, because just imagine playing like the quirky music during that. Like that would be like a whole mess. The whole thing would be a mess. I think it'd be more on brand. <laughs> <laughs> I just Oh, I had an opinion about this and I lost it. Um, what do you think oh, about his I connection to, to up... Claire? Uh, so I don't think anything Juan Pablo does is genuine, and I can't, I can't, I can't make myself like him. He just always seems like he's trying to smooth things over before things have even gotten rough. You know what I mean? Um, I do think that like she. We got to see parts of the conversation that were really deep without seeing any, like, small talk. Or seeing enough small talk to make the deep conversation make sense. I wrote, Jesus, Claire, I'm done hearing how you feel. (laughs) See, and I disagree. I feel like, I feel like at least, at the very least, I could tell that that came up organically. Whereas, like, sometimes when they try to hit on these heavy, deep things, like, I always feel for poor Dean who went on that one-on-one oh, um the hometown date which Rachel will, will have to watch but like I always feel for Dean because it just feels like you know that this entire day went wrong you know that this whole day went sour when like this is like okay she's getting deep but I don't feel like I'm intruding on anything I feel like they warmed up to this moment see I feel but like I it... wasn't I wasn't part of it but I feel but it I felt different as know? a person who has a hard time with that um I I would that's not something I'd bring up on a first date. I joke about my trauma, my like daddy issues, but I'm like <laughs> trauma, not like a whole weird like real conversation. So for me it was too fast. I just But like haha trauma with the good music underneath you yeah. is going to always sound right. very genuine and very that's real. That's true. Um next so, time you do that I'll come up with a playlist of really nice I love it. Disney music. Just have it prepared. As like the underscore of that whole conversation. It'll change the whole thing. Change the whole thing. So something Madison and I have talked about is uh, the fact that every time Claire is with uh, Juan Pablo, she gets um, like, I don't know. She has a Claire voice. She has a Disney princess voice. Mm -hmm. Oh dear God. She talks like this and it gets higher and she's just like, my husband, I love him. He's so hot. It's almost like a little Um, baby-ish too. Do you notice? Like it's a little bit like a baby. I fucking hate it. And we we know. Yeah. Like we know her. I mean at this point, right? And I mean like again, we know her because we saw her season. We know her because we've seen her in Paradise. She doesn't talk like that. But even in her interviews and when she's talking to other women, get like uh, people, she doesn't talk like that. 
I don't know if she just think that's, thinks that's more attractive or, like, I, it's not. Or if it's something, like, I know when I'm at work on the phones with clients, I go into my client voice. Yeah, but that's work. But I, and I mean, me and John sometimes have, like, a boyfriend-girlfriend voice, but we've been together for a hundred years. Yeah. It's, we, you know. That <laughs> makes a lot of sense to me. I don't know. Literally a century. Literally one century we've been together. To the point where he was on a call and I go, can I use the room for recording? And he goes, no. And I go, you're so annoying. And I leave (laughs) and said nothing else. Um, We can cut that out. It's fine. (laughs) No, you have to leave it in. But but yeah, she does do this like weird voice and I don't know what the deal is with that. Um, Maybe she thinks it's cute. Maybe she thinks it'll set her apart. Maybe she thinks that's what he wants. Like, I don't know. I didn't watch the season he was on. I bet um, you, I bet you, it's because she, every time she uses that voice, she gets what she wants. At least that's, like, her experience mm. in the past. It, whether it is from her, like, her dad or whatever. And I psychologically, I don't know, I'm not psychoanalyzing her. But I'm sure that has, a that is a part of it. Is that voice has done her well in the past for whatever reason. It's certainly possible. I hate it. <laughs> I wish I had a screenshot of your face to like put as like the little logo of I literally show. hate it I hate it I hate it I hate it the last thing I want to say about Claire is that this was a date that could have 100% happened in Nemecolon oh. and it didn't <laughs> Madison and I literally always shout at the TV like this could have happened in Nemecolon um, they have acres of land I just, I, I'd also like to say this probably could have also happened at La Quinta if they tried hard enough. Like, absolutely. I feel like Taisha was robbed. Every time we watch anything, we're just like, Taisha was robbed. Taisha was um, robbed. But that was my, that was my last bit that I wanted to go into, um, talking about Claire. Um, cause I truly do think that she, and I mean like knowing what we know, like, I just think that she, she's meant to be seen as a front runner. Um, they want you to believe that her and Juan Pablo have a really good and strong connection and this is the couple that you're rooting for whether to for whatever reason again we only know what happens to Claire I have no idea what happens for the rest of it I'm so. uh, team Charlene all the way that rhymes Charlene That's very right. nice she's so great Charlene. I'm she's in so love beautiful. with her she's so great I'm also in love with her Charlene hit me up seven years later. Oh, Charlene, Charlene, come on the show. We love you. I could do at you. We could just be duet partners forever. Um, the next one on one was with Cat. Now, oh boy, I have things to say about this. If I were Cat, and if Claire had come home, because you know she did. Claire comes home talking about this amazing winter wonderland. We got to know each other. Like wonderful date. And then I got the rave marathon date. I'd be pissed. It was literally, he's like, let's go do some exercise with some, uh, you know, glow sticks. I just, (laughs) I'd have been like, no thanks, I'll meet you at the end. (laughs) And the, the fact was, she looked at the outfit, they were in a plane, he hands her an outfit. Again, I believe he blindfolded her until they got to the airport. On the plane, he refused to tell her where they were going. Do we know Juan Pablo's into blindfolds? Let's mark that off in our fun little uh, fantasy suite notebook. Um, but 
she looked at this outfit and was like, I have no idea what is going on. Like, I don't know if they, I don't know if Kat ever had been to a rave in her life at that point or like what her thoughts were on something like that. But she looked very confused almost the entire plane ride there. Mm -hmm. And he would not disclose any information to her. That's Um, for sure. My thoughts on this date were that it seemed like a friend zone date. Does that Mm kind of make sense? Where there's no moments of intimacy, I guess, unless you're you're having these deep conversations while you're on the plane. Uh, There's no... Right, which they didn't show us. Quiet moment to kiss. There's none of that. It just seemed like, let's go have a good time Mm -hmm. and not talk. It seemed like maybe like a third or fourth date. Yeah, yeah. Where you go to a movie. Or like, like a, you could make this a group date too yeah. and have whoever gets to the end, you know, wins. Because they do that sometimes. Like yeah. first person who finishes the rave marathon wins the date or whatever. I have to say but, they probably also could have done this at Nemecolon <laughs> with all of the women. With just the women. But I to me, yeah, I completely agree. I would be so upset to be on a date like this and not think I was getting a rose because, frankly, like, when did we have time to figure out if we go together? Right now. Kat also mentioned, like, having a connection with him, and I'm like, bitch, how? Did you, <laughs> did you really have a connection with him? We didn't see it. I don't. Did did he I, kiss her? I didn't see did it. You, do you guys remember that? Did he kiss her? I can't remember. Yeah, I think he did. On the stage after yeah. he gave, gives her the rose, which also is in front of thousands of people. I mean, like, thousands of people. Could you imagine if Kat was like, ooh, I'm not feeling this, I don't want to say yes, and then he does this in front of so many people, like, how could you even say no to that? Could, that would be, so, I mean, first of all, great TV, so, like, the producers would be like... Yeah, I wouldn't be mad about it. Not mad about that, but, like... I would feel so pressured into saying yes because all of these people are watching me and cheering for me to say yes that, like, even if I wasn't feeling it, I'd be like, okay, I could do one more week, sure. Like, sure. Sure. Sure should sure. be the way everybody says yes. Thanks, Charlene. Um, I think you mean Charlene. 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 Is that what he Team said? Charlene. No, that's what I said. Oh. No, but she, but she accepted the rose, and Kat lives to see another day, which is great, because she's on my team. Um, but, uh... Do we want to talk about, um... Lucy and yes. the cool... Lucy! Oh, we have to. We have to. This is the first time I we see... I want to be... Go ahead. I want to be as confident as this girl. Like, I wish that my confidence was that high. Like, dude... Um, but there's a time and there's a place and there is a group of people that, you know, might be comfortable seeing you with your top off. It didn't seem like any of those girls in that pool really wanted to see her with her top off. I'm just saying. Oh, no. What was that comment one of the girls made at the end of it was like, she goes, oh, yeah, I'm, I would get noticed. I'm good at standing out in a crowd or something like that. And one of the girls was like, yeah, you would have no problem with that. She said she would be, she would prefer a group date. Yeah. Because she doesn't. Because she can stand out in yeah. a crowd. And they were like, yep, no missing you, Lucy, that's for sure. And I'm like, ooh, shade, 
See, Shady. I thought I I wrote I love Lucy. Um, I love all of the women's reactions to her, like being full tits out. Like I just it was so <laughs> funny. <laughs> they were all just like, I, why, why? And I'm like, somebody said she forgot to pack bikini tops, and that made me laugh really hard. <laughs> um, but like I. If she wants to be that, she can be. It's not like they've never seen boobs before. No, I know, but yeah, there I mean, is like I don't know. I I would have liked, but I, maybe not around people you just met. I don't know. I, but, well, she I certainly mean, made a statement. She did. She did, and you know what? She's a free spirit, so let her be free. <laughs> and we we knew, you know. I knew that she was gonna cause a little bit, little bit of stir, a little bit up, <laughs> just by the way she was in the very first episode. But I was not expecting like completely tits out. But like, good for you, girlfriend. Like, I wish I was that confident, honestly. <laughs> um, oh, I have like all way more notes, beautiful women, than I thought I did. So when oh, we're not gonna go back there, it's fine. Sorry, dead air. <laughs> it's okay, cut it out. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. How is a workout a date? Why would you trust him? <coughs> what did you I say? I don't know how they're supposed to get... How is a workout a date? Why would you trust him? <laughs> how do... The I don't know how run? they're supposed to... Yeah, how do you, how they're supposed to get to know each other at this rave race. Um, my sister... I was watching this with my twin sister who doesn't watch Batch at all. Um, and she was like, so what's, what's his reward at the end of this? A BJ for the 5k? And I was like, gold. That's just gold. If this was unreal, then yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I, the whole, the whole rave marathon to me, Rachel said it best. It felt like a friend zone date. Like he... They didn't have any time to get to know each other. They didn't have any time to talk. There was no time to be, like, sensual or, like, Mm -hmm. have any intimate moments. So I just feel like Kat got a little cheated out of a fun fun little date there. But, you know, she gets the rose and she says yes. So she gets to keep on keeping with Juan Pablo as time goes on. Um, I have a hot take. uh, Maybe unpopular opinion. But... I think that, so it took me a long time to figure this out, but Juan Pablo walks like Mr. Schuster when he's about to rap and dance from Glee. Like from Glee? Yeah. Now I'll never unsee that. Thank you. I don't remember if you don't, how just, he I'm going to have to I mean, to look you, you just got to watch it. He was walking and I was like, sir, <laughs> if you start rapping, I'm going to die. Oh, Juan Pablo. Oh, jeez. So, I also, at some point in here, wrote, I miss Amy J. I miss Amy <laughs> J. Oh, Amy J. <laughs> Amy J. Oh. Someone right. said they were good at eating cheese, and I wrote, I am also good at eating cheese. <laughs> I don't remember why that was said, but it was. Who said who? So, oh, you don't remember who said it? No. That's okay. I think it was maybe Chelsea because I wrote something else about Chelsea also. Oh, well, 
Chelsea's on the group date mm-hmm. with mm-hmm. Christy, Kelly, Cassandra, Great segue. Andy, Great segue. Renee, Lauren, thanks, Allie, Chantel, Nikki, Elise, Victoria, and Lucy. Big I didn't group write date. any of that down, so I'm glad you did. I did. I wrote. I wrote that down. Um, it says say cheese, so that's probably where that comes from. Yeah. Um and. The only people who didn't get a date were Amy, the other one, not Amy J, Danielle, and I wrote Chantel here, but then I wrote Chantel one on the date. Charlene. Charlene. Go on the Charlene. date. Charlene. can't read my handwriting. Charlene didn't go on the date this week. And I remember her being upset and confused <laughs> because she got the first impression rose, obviously. Oh, Charlene. Oh, Charlene. I love her so much. Oh, I love her. I love her. All right, this group date, though. What'd you guys think? Um, I said, what show are we watching? America's Next Top Model or The Bachelor? I'm not sure anymore. I was like, what an interesting crossover. (laughs) Where's Tyra? Yeah, I was waiting for Tyra to come out, like Miss J. Mr. J, yeah. Yeah. Um, They do this all the time, where they're just like, the girls are gonna model, and I'm like, but why? The girls These are not women models. are teachers, and you know, nurses at least on this season, they're shit. not models. Yeah. yeah, I mean, even on Peter's season, I was like, there are two models, and they have an unfair advantage. Why? Why rig this competition? Yeah, and yeah. you know what? Two of those girls made it to hometowns. I mean, it's true. They model very well, but these models, this was such a a strange. I fucking date. hated this date. It made me so angry. Oh God! Because at least with America's Next Top Model, um, doing do nude shoots and doing like that's s- part of your gig. Like- well, it's not just that. You can win prizes. You win like amazing prizes like diamonds or whatever you know like you can win a bunch of shit Mm -hmm. whereas like this is i'm gonna prove something to a guy that i'm fighting with 20 other women for to me it just (laughs) doesn't feel worth it but (laughs) as a queer person that's why like i think andy and elise were having such a hard time when they were chosen for yeah this thing and it's like obviously they didn't give it to lucy to cause controversy right because yeah. we all know lucy was ready to do a nude shoot like as soon as she got in the mansion like there was no way that she was gonna say no to that so they put lucy in a fire hydrant because like that makes sense and then they give this to elise who i think is a teacher yeah. She's a kindergarten teacher. And Andy, who's a prosecuting attorney. I mean, like... For the state! For the state. So, I, I don't... It, they, they give it to these two people, a teacher who's not going to want to do this because she's afraid of somebody seeing it, I'm sure. And Andy, who this is not her thing. Why would you do that to the, these women? To prove something, obviously. What's the payoff? Is someone going to give them $32,000 worth of diamonds? Are they going to win a rack of designer clothes? No. But here's the thing. Even Elise, Elise switches with Lucy, which is brilliant on her part. But she switches and we don't see any repercussions of that. Nope. We don't see one thing. She doesn't get a talking to from There's the director. There's a lot of girls on this date, though. Um, so I, I'm going to say no one noticed. <laughs> Either no one noticed or, like, it really didn't matter. And Andy I don't think it mattered. And need to do it. I don't think yeah. Andy needed to do it if she didn't want to. 
I don't know, though. If she wasn't going to do it, you know? She felt like she had to. Which means no one gave her the option to not do it. To not do it. So... That makes sense to me. I it just fr- I, I was just so frustrated. I was like, these are professional women who have Aventura. have, have Aventura. J- no, no, ma'am, no. <laughs> <laughs> I and even Andy does say something about like, well, you got your Aventura, and um, I was like, no, Andy. I just the whole I hate that they were backed into a corner and made to feel like this was something they had to do. And even when um, Elise approached the art director or the photo director or whatever, he was like, oh, you'll be fine. Okay, bye-bye. And he just, like, walked away. I was like, S- excuse me, but sir. But isn't a model. Like, she she is for this be- suit, though, or for this um, episode, though. Right. But, she's- like, she's not getting paid. She's not, no, no thank you. I wouldn't want to do that. Like... First of all, I'd be super self-conscious. And second of all, there are people seven years later that are going to watch this show again. And <laughs> that's going to be something that they remember. And, like, I don't want that either. Like, that's not something I want to do with my time. If you were on the date, though, which which outfit would you want if you remember any of them? Um, Cassandra's because it was beautiful. I can't even yeah, remember what it was, was but she's just so It was like a champagne-colored bodycon dress. Were they eating the spaghetti for mm-hmm. that one? Oh, the, I wrote That was adorable. Because I'm Italian and I love me some spaghetti. Yes. I don't know which one I'd want. I'd probably want the one Renee had. Because it was Renee's super was glam like, and red carpety. Yeah, it was like black, Very right? glamorous. She wore like a very glamorous yeah. black dress. And she had like a nice like side-swept hairstyle she just looked fucking beautiful I honestly, renee is a gem my note for renee was i really like renee she is too good for this show sam isn't she, isn't she? sam commented she just went man i like renee she's a real one she is she is a real one i just really like her i think that she's beautiful she's obviously a very good mother and why is she still single why is she here i don't understand Cause men, Not because men, she has standards. Yeah, she has standards. Yeah. Well, here we are. <laughs> <laughs> um, I also mentioned, so at one point Andy was like, well, I don't want you to be uncomfortable to Juan Pablo. And I was like, he's not uncomfortable, Andy. He's literally always half naked. <laughs> Anytime this man can be without clothes, he is. I mean, that's a good point. You are the only one who's uncomfortable. So, um, well, also, I'm not going to take away oh. Andy's agency in case this was her decision to do it. So, good on her if if she felt like she conquered a, an obstacle and felt empowerment yeah. from it. Like, that's cool. Good for her. That's really awesome. Um, I personally don't know what I would have done in that. Would you guys have done it? No. No. I mean, I, even at my even at my best body type, still no. <laughs> um, I've never, fun fact, never even sent a nude, like, ever in my life. Because my thought process is, if I ever get famous, this will come back to bite me in the ass. Well, shit. So, <laughs> I'm like, mm, that's, a, that's a weird, my mom stuck that in my brain very early and was like, do not send 
pictures that you would be embarrassed if I saw them. Oh, that's so. why I sent them. I hope mine come mm. back to haunt me. I hope they <laughs> That's that a lot of I good really, material. Honestly, it means I really made it. Is if they come back to haunt you. This reminds me of the episode of Shit's Creek where Moira is talking about her nude photos on the online because she's good running for town council. <laughs> yes. I would honestly though, like I would pull in a lease and I'd be like, hey, Lucy, you like to be naked, right? Like, I'm a I'll take that fire hydrant and I'll do great things with that. Like I will literally make myself look like an idiot and an asshole. Do you know whose costume I wouldn't? You know want? what? I would have rather been naked than had to wear whatever Molly had to wear. Is that what you were about exactly to say? That's exactly what I was gonna say. Like oh Molly God, looked just... rough. At least I would have looked, looked hot insane. naked. Like Molly she looked, looked rough. Really bad. Like really as in R U F F rough. <laughs> Get it? Because it was a dog. <laughs> I Sam was very uncomfortable. She was like, "Is this blackface?" And I was like, "Well, no. They're painting her like a dog." But then it was like, is this blackface? I don't know. I don't think so. No. She was a dog. She was yeah, a dog. Dressing they, they her like a, dog. a poodle or something. She had dog face. She had dog face. She had dog face. She was impersonating a dog. Like, oh um, the other one who was with I see, I know it's so unmemorable who else was with her. Because mm-hmm. I can only remember Molly and she looked like an alien. Has anyone else noticed that Juan Pablo has a tendency to just like pat these women on the head? No. What? Yes. I <laughs> oh, have seen that. He okay. regularly just like pats them on the head. And I'm mm-hmm. like um these are adult women with adult chaps who are adults. Oh, Why are you patting them on the head like they're your child? I hate it. He is such a such an interesting lead, and I hate to make this comparison <laughs> this early on. Kind of reminds me of Peter. A Doesn't little he? Bit, a little bit. Yeah. A little bit in his like wishy washy. I'm not really sure what I'm doing. Behavior kind of like makes me think of Peter Weber a little bit. Um. Oh, God, we need a very strong Bachelor coming in at some point. I just, like, I don't know if I've ever seen one I really, like, loved. Like, I love Becca Kufrin and Rachel Lindsay and Tasha Adams. I think the problem, I, I mean, real quick, I think the problem with the past couple of Bachelors, probably, like, probably, like, Matt and Peter and Colton was... I didn't feel like any of them were ready for a relationship. Yeah. Right. You need and somebody it, who, like, knows what they want. Yes. And it's, like, ready for commitment. Whereas I feel like Matt really, at the end, we kind of found out that he was actually kind of reluctant about having a relationship. And um, Peter just kind of seemed like the playboy, kind of. Colton just seemed like he like a deer in the headlights. Like, he had no idea what was going on. Um, so I well, think as soon as the one woman who he wanted left, he was like, <laughs> oh, well, this fit. is it. Gotta yeah. do it. He had yep. a huge hissy fit. And then was I like, s- I'm not leaving here without you. <laughs> <laughs> I literally scream at the TV every time this comes up, and I'm like, why do you have to get married? Neil Lane is not hurting for money. <laughs> Continue to date. Well, like, you have couples like 
Hannah G and Dylan um, Barber who <laughs> got together in Paradise and like they're not married yet and they got together in Paradise like two or three years ago. I mean like I think they're, they are they married now. Time to date. Paradise. Are they married now? I they think might so. be. Are they pressured to get married in Paradise? No. Yeah. Okay. Oh yes. Yes okay. they are. They are pressured to get engaged in Paradise. I think like by the end of it it's you leave alone. Um, you could leave as friends but you don't go to Fantasy Suites. You go to Fantasy Suites and get engaged. There are Fantasy Suites in Bachelor in Paradise. Yes, there, there are Fantasy yeah. Suites. Uh-huh. Even though I th- I'm pretty sure you can bone the whole time you're there. You get yeah. to bone privately instead of like <laughs> bone. On a in- beach somewhere. Well, like instead of having all these other people crammed in one room. Well, there's, Paradise there, is the best version yeah. of the show. There, There is a room that they call the Boom Boom Room. Which I'm not even sure if we've seen the boom boom room. I don't think that there's cameras in the boom boom room. That's why they call it the boom boom room because they all do it in the boom That's boom room. So Jersey Shore of them. Yeah, it's the smush room. That's what yeah. it is. Energy one is smush. Do we want to talk about Victoria? Yeah, yeah, the night should. portion of this date. Oh no, I'm not ready for the night portion. The night, you're uh, not ready for oh, it. Oh, we're not even at the night portion. No, so I have a couple of things. Um, Victoria kept saying I know how to do the hymen maneuver. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> she gave him the hymen maneuver. I think um, something that we're really missing from the Bachelor franchise now is the fun vocabulary yeah. words the girls come 100%. up with. Um, Befumbled is still one of my favorite. Thank you, Hannah Brown. Thank you, Hannah Brown. I, that was a wonderful gift you gave us to the, you gave the world. Honestly, what, what a, what a time, Hannah Brown. I just had a moment where I was like, the hymen maneuver, how does that work? <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> um, <laughs> and then she said... Who do I have to straddle for one-on-one time? You know she was already drunk and at I that point. And I fucking lost it. I was like, ah, oh, Jesus. Ah, oh, Jesus. I think my favorite Victoria quote of the night was, I'm not a dog, I'm just a bitch. Yeah! I was like, I've got to put that in the arsenal. I love that. That was, that was great. That was great. Um... <laughs> I feel bad. I, I felt a little bad for Victoria um, because Juan Pablo attempted to sound sincere and concerned, and he did not. He was like, Wait, when she got drunk? Victoria. Oh, sorry, are we talking about that part now? Yeah, yeah sorry. When she got drunk? Oh, no, yeah, go ahead. Go yeah. Ahead. And he's like, I bought Victoria. And I was like, Sir, you do not sound sad or like you feel bad. I I also wrote, like, so the first time we watched this, I was under the influence and was, like, just fucking zooted. Yeah. Zooted is the right word. Toasted? Um, Toasted? You're pretty toasted. little toasty. It's yeah. legal in New York. <laughs> oh, oh, so, I see. You were, you were that kind of toasty. Okay. Yeah. Um... So Hi, I mom, don't listen to this show. <laughs> it's the I best. It's honestly the best to do that and watch The Bachelor. Oh my gosh! It's I couldn't figure out why Victoria was so upset. And then um, when I watched it again sober, I still could not figure out 
why she was so upset. It seems to come, like, out of nowhere. Yeah. She sees him in the hot tub, and then she's, like, really upset. What I think happened, now don't, you know, this is just what I think happened. Okay. She probably didn't eat much. Because you're on The Fucking Bachelor and there's like 15 other women and you're not eating much because that's what they're, they they just don't eat much. So she's not eating much. She had probably one glass of champagne, started slurring her words, then realized how drunk she was and then realized how embarrassed she was. And then it was a spiral from there. So then she was like, I can't talk to him like this because she went, she goes over to try to talk to him at one point. When Nikki was there, mm-hmm. remember that? And then she stops mm-hmm. herself and she runs back because I think she realizes, no, I'm too drunk to be doing this. And then she like starts panicking and then she goes into the bathroom and starts crying. So I think that mm-hmm. was the the spiraling there. I think it all stemmed from her drinking because she was nervous um, because she was on this date with all these other women and she was nervous and then she probably hadn't eaten much. Um, so I think it was just all, it all... Uh, kind of spiraled downward, and unfortunately to her demise. Ooh, it was it was. And that's it was kind of what I thought too. That's like a a thought that I didn't think of. To me, what happened, like the way I thought it happened, and that either of these things could be true. I have no idea what happened to her, but she was so drunk, and it's such a strange. I mean, like the whole concept of this show, sober, is like crazy right you're like 400 women dating the same guy and we all have to be cool and happy about it she saw that these two people in the hot tub together got very jealous and upset because all she kept saying was i'm going home i'm I'm done i'm not going to be on the show anymore and it was just like all of those feelings that like anybody would have with a guy who's dating four million other women would have but like times a thousand because you're like really drunk and if you're like a passionate person that's something I can see like going very wrong um I know for me this show would not work for me um and this is probably what would happen I'd go from like zero to a thousand if I got too drunk I'd probably end up with one of the women in the house like I just can't as would I now that's the (laughs) storyline I want to see yeah um but like that like I could understand getting too drunk um and then being like what the hell he's talking to all these girls like why am I even here I don't understand like this show there's no way that this works like there's no way that I'm doing this anymore regardless of what actually happened she fucking lost it and then Renee who is an angel of a woman too good for this world like crawled under the bathroom door and was like are you okay like what's going on and Victoria just kept screaming at her I was like I'd punch her I'd fucking punch her and see if she can snap out of it because Renee was just trying to help and that really upset me never a Victoria that's me (laughs) the mom She is just too good for this show. I wrote, Renee is the mom friend that none of us deserve. That was my note. She's just the only person. Everybody else is talking shit about Victoria. Like, even if it's in a nice way. They're all just like, "Mm, someone got too drunk. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Look at that. Victoria crying in the bathroom like an asshole. Like, and then Renee is the only person who slides under the door on the floor to be like, hey... What's going on? Juan Pablo comes in, knocks a couple times, and is like, talk to me. And she's like, no! 
And he's like, okay, well, I'll wait out here for you. And then he leaves the fucking bathroom. And then at the end of the night, he's like, uh, can you guys make sure Victoria gets home? Like, uh, I'll see you later. It, it just all felt so like, okay, sir, could you be more cavalier? He said, just figure out Victoria so I can see her tomorrow. And Chantel is just like, oh, that's what I love about a man. He wanted to make sure she got home okay. How low is this bar? Like, <laughs> Also, he didn't make sure she got home okay. If he did, he would have put her in the left. car. He would have said, you know, I think it's time to go home. Let me get, let me get, let me walk you out to the car. Yeah. And like, Matt James, as much of a mess as that season was, Matt... When Sarah was upset, went to Sarah's room and said, if I have to come in here every single day to prove to you I want you to be here, I'll do it. And he he showed up at the bare minimum. He showed up for some of those girls. And, like, I don't think Matt would have let this girl go home. I think he would be sitting on the floor. Uh-huh. Maybe not go crawl underneath like Renee did. But he'd sit on the floor and be like, mm, you're going to have to come out of here at some point, And I will happily walk you out of here and like say goodbye to you wipe my hands with you but like he I feel like he would sit there and like wait for her to come Mm -hmm. out one because he does not know how the show works at all and two because that just feels like something he'd fight for yeah I also think that Matt James we didn't get to see a lot of him and a lot of his personality traits so he was just very blah I think that there's more to him than we got to see um which is disappointing, but I think there was so much pressure on him as the first black bachelor that, like, he just couldn't, like, really enjoy the moments, you know? But. But. I, I was just we... going to say, but at least Juan Pablo, like, respected what she wanted. She said she didn't want to see him. Yeah. Several times. Okay. She was pretty, ad- she was, like, adamant. She did not want to see him. So... At least he did was like, okay, well, I'll go wait outside. And when she didn't come out, he was like, all right, well, then I'm going to, you know, leave you alone. You don't want to see me. So, I don't know. I thought that was a, at least he didn't push it. Because sometimes when you're, you, you can... get in a mood like that, sometimes I get in a mood like that when I'm sober and I just don't want to see anybody. Or especially yeah. my, my boyfriend. I'm like, just don't come over here. Don't come over. You know, don't show up. Just leave me alone. Yeah. I mean, that makes perfect sense to me, but at the same time, like, instead of sticking around till all the women got in the car, he was just like, well, figure out Victoria so I can talk to her now. <laughs> there might have been a better happy medium to yeah. handle that situation. Because, like, I didn't, like think didn't of, care. I didn't think of that, Rachel. Like, that's a really good point that he was like, well, I'm going to, because you can take it, like, I'm going to respect her wishes. She doesn't want to see me. I'll see her tomorrow. Yeah. Um, like, I think that that's super valid. But there might be, like, a happier medium than being, like, okay. He could have just, like, hung around and waited for the producers to be, like, all right, she's out, she's good, like, whatever. He literally put it on the other women, which I don't know if that's, you know, the most, the most, the best trait that I I would like to see in a man. Yeah. I wonder how long, yeah, I wonder how long he waited. I wonder how long they were waiting for her. You know, like, how they were all in that, like, group outside. I, I would mm-hmm. like to know how long that night was. You know what I mean? Like, put it in yeah. for... Even if you had, like, a, a one frame that was, like, one hour later. You know? Just put it in there. Yeah. Like, give me some sort of time... Like, some sort of context as to what's going on. 
You know Even if I mean? somebody just said, like, we've been sitting here for two hours. Yeah. yeah. We've been yeah, waiting for her like for two hours, and she still hasn't come out. I will say, though, like, to deviate a little bit, like, the way that these women cut into each other's time is so nice. They're so nice about it. They're not yelling at anybody. They're not being, like, catty or mean. They're like, all right, my time is done. And then they get up and they leave. And I'm like, where is this? I want I want to see female friendships on this show again. This is my favorite part. Ugh. I'm um, sorry, you want to see... You want to see grown women, you know, who are secure and <laughs> themselves and... That, like, know that they want to get married and aren't 20 years old? Yeah, yeah. that's probably, like, good. <laughs> I don't know. I'll say it. I will say it. I will be the one who gets in trouble. But, like, what is a 21-year-old doing on my television saying, I'll never find love? Shut up! Nobody finds love that young. What are you talking about? There's very few people that that happens to. Like, you're a baby. Go home. Go home. Take a nap. You're cranky. Take a nap. Personally, my favorite. My favorite is when they haven't been like, like Heather never been kissed. They've never been in a relationship before. And they're like, I'm so ready for marriage. I'm ready. I'm so ready for marriage. And it's like, you, like, are you you've kidding never, me right now? You've, yeah, you've never been in a relationship before. Like, you don't know. You, you don't have the you experience. How are you supposed to even know what you want? Like, if you haven't at least dated a little bit. Honestly, I think Hannah Ann said it best in Peter season, which was, he's exactly the kind of guy my parents told me I should want to marry. <laughs> The fact that she was a model, or like, what? It, how did you? Not I didn't like her from the beginning. The oh she, she, okay, she grew on me like as time went on oh, and I everything. But not. like no. that first night, I was like, this girl's a fucking snake, and I'm calling it now. And I'm like, all oh, cool with Hannah Ann. Now I listen to her on clickbait, and she's like, actually pretty fine. But like, I see my ugh. turning point was when she really stuck it to Peter and was like, why would you propose to me if you didn't want this? You are being ridiculous. I cannot stand you, blah, blah, and then she leaves his house. I was like, yes, Hannah Ann, do it, girl. You got it. But at the same time, like, I hated her for most of the season. I will say, though, like, how um, <coughs> unoriginal Peter, Ari already did that to Becca on his season. Like, now you're just repeating storylines. Like, be a little <laughs> bit more original. Anyway, uh, <laughs> sorry, We could Peter. talk about that love triangle forever. Honestly. <laughs> honestly. But Maybe we should do like a, a a Peter recap episode so we could just get it all out. Love it. I know it's it just idea. always comes up because like it's one of the seasons that all of us have watched. So like it's it so was my bad. first so season. Yeah. Oh my god. Um. Oh anybody else feel like the conversation that Juan Pablo had with Victoria the next morning was like two different conversations? Like what both of mean? them were having their own conversation. Elaborate. Oh, both of them were having. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yes, go ahead. So he was like, you know, I'm glad you're okay, blah, 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 blah. And she was like, yeah, I'm just really emotional sometimes. And, like, he's clearly not talking about that. He's talking about having, like, a responsible partner for his kid. And she's talking about how she's so passionate about 
um, you know, she, her emotions and all this stuff. And I'm like, neither, these two people aren't even in the same fucking library, let alone on the same page. They are in completely different libraries across the city. Like, I, I have no idea what's going on in this conversation because neither one of them are actually effectively talking to each other. That could be, like, the edit of what was happening. But Maybe, but... I can see what you're saying. Yeah, yes. I just was like, I don't... This is... Mm. I well, was honestly not reading too into it because there was no way that he could keep her and, like, have the other women still be on board, you know? Like, right. But also, like, would he want to, though? I mean... I don't think he's so. He's kind of right about... Mm-hmm. He's like, I'm trying to find a mother for my child. Um, yeah. And you couldn't... You you displayed something that I don't want my child to be around. So I don't blame him for, and like, I don't blame letting him, her go. I don't blame him either, but there was, there was no chance that she was going to... No, be around at all you know like so I didn't even clock most of that conversation down for anything because it was like she's in a completely different hotel like the writing's on the wall with this girl she's just gone and she was on my team so that kind of sucks but you know we're not keeping points I guess (laughs) um so it's totally fine um Victoria did not disappoint no she did not drama drama filled Victoria would have gotten me a lot of points there had we been actually keeping score um, can I, I, I would also like to express my disappointment in Kelly. <sighs> Kelly is the mean girl. I'm I want sorry. her That's to be as wholesome sorry. as her Which dog. Which one's Kelly? Is Kelly. she the one with the dog? Yeah. Oh, I called her Molly earlier. I meant Kelly. Yeah, Kelly. Yeah, we know. We her dog's name meant. is Molly. Oh, you yeah, good. That's right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, uh, <laughs> I just... What she's about mean. her? I, I don't really remember mean. what she said. What happened? She, she just is like, well, one less person I have to compete with when, you know, Victoria was having her fucking breakdown. Not to mention just like little snide comments she makes. Then she gets the rose On the for group that group date. And I was like, we literally never saw them together. What's happening? It was because of what understand. she had to wear. That's what Womp Pop okay, but- said. Andy, she was the best Andy and him had a really nice moment that we got to see. They, like, made out in the back. Like, uh-huh. they kissed for the first time. She was so excited. Andy had to get naked. I'm a big Andy fan. Well, yeah. So I just, she... why the hell did Andy not get the rose? And it was very clear that Andy didn't want to do a nude photo shoot. And then she has to, like, sit here and second guess herself this whole time. I don't know. That I don't want any little... of the choices. Because... I think that the question was, was it worse to be nude or was it worse to dress like Kelly? And I think to Juan Pablo, it was worse to dress like Kelly. Because at least Andy was able to uh, display her assets and to, you know, she looked hot. She looked hot. Yeah, nobody's denying that. But Kelly... I guess in the in the frame of the competition, Kelly was at a bit of a disadvantage. You know what so, I'm trying to say? I I get that. I guess maybe I'm just confused with the way they're doing the group rows this season because in the seasons that I have watched, usually the group rows date or the the group date rows. Group date rows. You're that's doing great. what it is. 
uh, usually that goes to somebody who has the biggest connection, who opens up the most, like the one that he doesn't want to get rid of, like to make sure that they're safe at the rose ceremony because I don't know if they know how many people they get to keep at the end of a night. Like, I don't know how that really works on their end. So this is somebody that like, I know I want to keep them. This is what it is. We see people win group dates that don't get the group date rose because they, for whatever reason, are not the front runner in his mind. This right. just felt like, you won the group date, so you get the rose. Which, okay, but also not the name of the game that we're playing. I just am very confused. It's like, the first impression rose too. I was like, he kept saying, I want you not to worry about it. Worry about what? You know if you're going to keep her or not. But like, what? what, what is happening? her mind. Yeah. But you know, sense. but if you know that... You're going to keep her, unless she really is the best first impression, which is fine, but he kept saying these weird phrases that I was, like, <sighs> super confused about, because it he does really like Charlene, that's obvious, and I know I'm going back to the last episode, but, like, I just am not understanding, I guess, how these roses are getting distributed, um, because even on the next episode, which we have watched in advance... That one confused me, too, and I think it confused the person who gets the rose. So I'm, I am also confused, ladies. I get it. Like, I get where you're coming from. But, I don't know. It just feels like, it just feels like this isn't the circle. This isn't, um, like, another reality game show where it's like you win the game, you get the prize. This isn't America's Next Top Model. It's The Bachelor. So The Bachelor can effectively pick just the person that they want to pick not necessarily the person who like looked the worst at the photo shoot you know yep. I don't know to me it was weird I don't know hold on I don't get you it's it's okay I guess you're not for me to get <laughs> I think I really feel like Renee is under appreciated on this show <laughs> because um, yes. Yes. she has done nothing but like put out fires in the house as far as women being like I want to leave or I'm upset she's always like oh it's gonna be okay buddy it's gonna be fine like she took Cassandra into the bathroom and they were talking about her kid and you know she was kind of soothing her and saying like everything's gonna be fine and then Juan Pablo came up and she was like do you want to talk to Juan Pablo and she was like sure and I was like Renee you are just the sweetest just just chef's kiss we don't deserve Renee. He no, doesn't neither deserve did Juan Renee. Pablo. He doesn't deserve Renee. But then again, Ugh. nobody deserves Renee because she's the, she's an angel. Where um, was Renee's season of The Bachelorette? Is my I know, question. right? Yeah. It's very upsetting. I hope she found somebody nice that treats if not, her and her child good. Paradise. Oh, bring Renee to paradise. Bring I don't know paradise. that Renee would go to paradise. Put her with Mike Jack Johnson. They would be <gasps> adorable together, the two of them. Ooh, ooh. Beautiful babies. Oh, my God. I love Mike Johnson so much. He should have been The Bachelor. Anyway, it's fine. Um, I'm not mad about it still. It's fine. Um, anyway. Uh, so, we moved to the cocktail party. Um, I really don't have too many notes other than the fact that, you know, Cassandra cries. 
and Renee comforts her because Renee, once again, greatest person in the world. Um, and then, to me, the only other, the only other standout would be, like, the rose ceremony, but was there anything else that stood out to you during the cocktail party? So, Um, this is, I was gonna say, so this is when Juan Pablo makes this grand promise to the moms Mm -hmm. that once he knows he doesn't want to be with them, he will let them know because he doesn't want them to spend another minute away from their kids that they don't have to. Okay. So that, Mm -hmm. that is this grand promise that he made to these two women that night. I think that's the most significant thing that happened at the cocktail party. Oh no. I hate that you're bringing this up because it feels like, (laughs) it feels like this is a secret surprise that will come back later. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Oh, no. Oh, no. If he does my girl Renee dirty, I'm going to be really mad. Claire, oh. during the, the cocktail party, was, like, annoying. <laughs> she just kind of... She's just annoying. Who are you talking about? Claire. Claire. Oh, what about her? What about the cocktail um, party? Just in general? Yeah, just I just wrote, Claire is the wine aunt. So, rose ceremony goes, Claire and Kat already have the roses. I have the order of the rose ceremony. Oh, good. I didn't write any of that down. I do. We have Cassandra getting the first rose. Then we have Nikki, Andy, Elise, Charlene, Renee, Danielle, Lucy, Allison, Chelsea, Lauren, and Christy. Um, Which means Chantel went home. No. Victoria I know, I was obviously sad about that went too. home. Um, and the, Christine L went home. And or no, also, she went home the one, the one girl that didn't go, Melissa, right? Melissa, the, the anchor, the anchor. She didn't go, or did she go? The she anchor. Left. The anchor. Remember, she was like, she did her little spiel, like back to you and she was like talking into the camera oh yeah oh, Amy she was her name yes Amy, Amy. yes that's the Amy. one she was one of the girls that didn't go on the date yep she went home um honestly not surprised at any of the people who went home this week um I yeah I think that this was like just a regular old rose ceremony we did the thing we were done and now we're moving on to the next thing um no surprises here, but do you guys have any other, like, thoughts on that? Um, I just wrote, Jesus, this is only night two. <laughs> I just this feel like... It's only week two, yeah. Yeah, that just two. feels like there's so much going on, <laughs> and it's only week two. And we that was a pretty so packed episode. I like at the very beginning. I was like, "Oh my gosh, all of this happens in this episode," and we have like so much more time for this to all go wrong. I mean, like we oh, already so have the drunk time. girl who leaves. We've got the moms ha- freaking out about if this is worth it or not. We have Charlene saying, "All right, I guess." To think, <laughs> like, I mean, there's a lot happening right now. I don't know how much more is going to happen, but we've already watched episode three and we know that even more stuff happens. Um, But we're not going to talk about episode three in this episode. We're going to talk about it next episode. 
But we do have, I think, some trivia questions for Rachel. Oh, real, real quick, real quick, real quick, real quick. I did want to bring up when Charlene, um, she did apologize. Do you remember that? Like, that was another big thing. Oh, yeah, she did. She apologized for being so, quote, unquote, ungracious when he Mm -hmm. gave her the rose. So I thought that was interesting. I, like, couldn't remember if that was this episode or the next one. I truly could not remember which one it was, so we didn't bring it up. But she does apologize at some point, and I thought that was really nice of her. She knew, and she didn't get a date, so she must have been like, oh, crap. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I messed that up. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Charlene. I love that. I love that nickname for her. Um... But I do have some trivia questions for Rachel. All so right, we'll see how this goes because I haven't watched this episode in a while, so, so we'll see how this goes. They're um, really just at the beginning because that's when I was like thinking about trivia questions. But my first one was trivia. What did the date card say <coughs> that oh was for Claire's date? Claire says it. We don't see it happen, but Claire oh, says God. it in an interview, in like her first interview. I, you know, I can't remember. And honestly, was I really even listening if Claire was talking? No. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, boo, 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 something probably okay. It had to do with the winter wonderland. Um, did it have to do with a surprise? The word surprise was said uh, quite often in the beginning of that episode. I it really did not guess. say surprise. All right. Well, lay it on me because I'm not going to get it. It said, let's chill. Oh, good God. <laughs> All right. Here's one that I'm not sure if you're going to get in the me. <laughs> my questions are too hard. What I just haven't name... watched it in a while. What was the name of the musical guest that was featured on Claire's date? Oh, good know. God. Uh, Some non- unknown <laughs> country singer. Some country dude. Was he country? Yes. <laughs> um, no, oh I don't Oh my God, Rachel, are you dying over there? I'm literally <laughs> dying. It's okay. It's all right. All go, right. Go ahead. Who is it? Um, Justin. Oh, no, not Justin, because I can't read my handwriting. Josh Krajic. Nope. K-R-A-J-I-C-K. I love that. I love that they're always like, oh, God, Josh Krajic is singing to us, and, you know, it's snowing, and I'm like, who the fuck is Josh Krajic? And nobody has any ideas who that is. You know you have okay. to pay to perform on the show, I think. I think you have to pay what? to perform on the show. I'm almost positive. For publicity. Yeah. yeah. You, I mean, what a, it's a, such a wide audience that you get to perform for, because, like, hundreds of thousands of people watch the yeah. show. Um, okay. Chase Rice. Oh, this, just wait until uh, we talk about Chase one. Rice. Yes, go I can't wait. Oh my god, Chase Rice was a Chase blessing Rice. and a curse. That song um, was a banger, am I right? I, I couldn't even tell you what the song was. He was mad too. He didn't realize. We were all confused and then mad. <laughs> so, Kat went on the, the rave date. Oh, and. Dear he hands her a pile of clothes Mm -hmm. and they were all crazy colors what was the color of the shoes cat says it in the interview green no they were electric blue and those are electric blue and she goes he hands me these electric blue shoes (laughs) 
And those were all of my trivia questions. Rachel, uh, we're going to say that COVID really got you down. <laughs> yeah. You got zero out of three, but that's okay. I'm blaming it on the COVID. Blame it on the COVID. It's totally fine. Um, it's but okay. that's, that's what I got for <laughs> episode two. Does anybody have any closing statements? Um, I am I having fun. I'm also having fun. Claire went on the first date with her future husband, so. Oh, That's right. The first of many future husbands to be up there. <laughs> oh, that gave me life. Thank you. Thank you. I've revived Rachel. Next trivia game, she's going to do much better. Yes. Uh, <laughs> you should have told that joke beforehand. I would have faced all those questions. Well, that seems to do it for us today. We are The Bachelor League 3. My name is Madison Sedler. My name is Sarah Not a Ghost Hill. Hi, I'm Rachel Tashari. And I am I have survived, bitch. That's right. Hell yeah. Hashtag I survived bitch. We'll see ya next time. We will not apologize for love.